Hey, my friend, I hope you're well. And we're going to pick right up from yesterday's podcast, which was hopefully a popular one because we discussed what does the Bible say about real love. Let's pick right up from the love that God has for us. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that the Bible defines real love as not the love we say to one another, not the love we give one another, but the love that God has for us. It's a perfect love, the Bible tells us. Now, what's really incredible is John... Um, 1 John 4 18 to 19 and John okay the, the writer of these books is the the author of love let's talk about that why that is for a moment in fact throughout the book of John if you read the book of John and we're of course we're exploring the Bible right so you'll find it in, as the fourth gospel Matthew Mark Luke and John you've heard that before right so in the book of John you have this this disciple of Jesus writing these letters. And he defines it perfectly. He says, he also wrote other bunch of letters. He wrote one John, he wrote two John. So let's talk about how he defines love. He says, God, uh, this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sin. Now let's dwell on that for one moment. What is he saying? Throughout the Bible, if you look at the first part of the Bible in the book of Genesis, it talks about the fact that it records for us the first sin. Now, a lot of people might think, oh, what was that about? You know, somebody eating an apple and sinning? No, my friend. It was an incredible moment between God and the first human being. Actually, your great, 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 great grandfather, if you will, um, Adam. And God, who made mankind, made the first man and gave him everything. He gave him paradise. He put him in a finished and completed garden just with with all his needs supplied. We didn't have to work. We didn't have to get a job. You know, God gave him work tending the garden just to look at, just to, to look after it, to care for it. But everything was given. It was perfection. And then at that moment, when man didn't do the one thing and it was one thing god said i'm going to give you everything you can read eat freely from every tree but just don't touch this one tree and man directly disobeyed and we'll come to that another time but at that moment sin entered the wood uh the world because man had disobeyed the one thing that god had asked him not to do he went and did it and at that moment he bowed his knee to Satan and Satan brought in then um, a world of pain he brought in suffering he brought in sickness he brought in disease in fact you know that everything that's going on right now with the world uh, everything that's bad with the world you know what it doesn't come from God how could it because the Bible defines God as love and it talks about how God loved us. So if God loved us, why would he send sickness? Why would he send disease? Remember that anything bad that's going on in the world is not from God. Saying that this sickness came from God or this person was cursed by God is like saying, uh, talking about a father that would deliberately hurt his children to teach him a lesson. And you know how we would frown upon that, right? If you, if you see a father that beats up his kids or a father that, you know, abuses um, physically abuses his children it doesn't even sound good to the, to the ears it doesn't it, it's a horrible situation so why would you think about an incredible god whom the bible describes as perfect love in fact 1 john 4 18 to 19 says you know um, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear i love that it says if we are afraid of 
of fear and punishment, it shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love. So remind, remind yourself that if you're afraid of anything today, you're afraid of you know God sending a sickness, or you're afraid of catching of, of, of meeting with an accident, that means you haven't trusted or you don't know God's perfect love yet. May I may I quickly def- uh, once again get, get into that recap of what that definition is like. So let's look at sin came into the world then. Uh, and from then on, sin has been in the world. Now, What's really important is there has to be sin that removed a right way. God can't just wash away sin. In fact, the Bible tells us that it's only by the shedding of blood that sin is taken away. And God wants to show us that sin is serious, my friend. When we sin, it is serious. It hurts people. It, it causes damage to, to the world, to the earth. So um, the Bible actually says the only way for sin to be removed was through the shedding of blood. Now in the old days, let's talk about that in the old days or in stories recorded across the Old Testament, you'll see that that the people who wanted to come close to God to receive his blessings had to come with a lamb. They would place their hands on the lamb and in a, in a, in a way of symbolizing, they would. it was assumed that their sins was going to go into, all their sin would go into the lamb and the lamb's purity or righteousness was transferred to them. And then the lamb would be killed and the blood would cover the place where the person would stand. And that would allow that person to stand in God's presence in the temple or in the Jewish temple or synagogue. And that person would then approach God and get his and, and pour out all his requests to God or come close to him. And that was the kind of relationship. Now, did God want that? No. The Bible tells us very carefully um, that God desires mercy, not sacrifice. He doesn't want us to bring a lamb. He didn't want us to keep bringing a lamb and slaughtering a lamb. God doesn't want that. He never wanted that, in fact. All right. But it said when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son to be the perfect lamb. The Bible actually um, tells us that um, that God looked, you know, when, when, when Jesus came into the, into the world, somebody looked over and said, look, it is and actually a very, very important man uh, called John the Baptist looked over and says, look, there is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, I hope this is making sense to you, because if you think about the whole sin of the world now that entered from Adam, it says this perfect lamb of God was now going to take away that sin of the world. The sin was in place from the time of Adam. But when Jesus came, he came as the perfect lamb to carry your sin, the sins of our entire life and the sins of the entire world. And that's why we go into this uh, verse in John where it says, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And then uh, the one John 4, 9 says, God showed us how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice, that lamb again, to take away our sin. My friend, I'm going to get into so much more, but stay tuned because this is just the most incredible part of um, of, of, of why we, ha- we can experience God's real love today. I hope you're starting to feel loved because God loved you so much. He gave his only son for you. God bless you and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Let's continue this incredible series on the love of God.